Good day, everyone. This is Dario Archer, and welcome to Sedona Spotlight, where each week, host Martha Childress and I share the amazing energy emanating from Sedona, shining its spotlight on the world. You can listen to this show, Sedona Spotlight Live, where we broadcast from Seattle, Washington, every Tuesday at half past noon on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. You can also listen live from anywhere online at 12.30 p.m. Pacific Time in the U.S. by clicking the Listen Live link at SedonaSpotlight.com or the archive show at SedonaSpotlight.com. We are also happy to share the events of one of the anchors of Sedona's community, Yavapai College, and you can check out their classes at yc.edu. Something is always going on there, such as in person, they have culinary events, music events. So check out their website and see what they have to offer you. But right now we're going to talk about the holidays are coming up, some of our most favorite and also most trying times of the year. And many times we often have those contradictory feelings of, oh, I'm excited. Then I think of the overwhelm and they have even dread and family gatherings, co-workers. So how do we get back to that feeling of being grounded? Often you hear people say, the holidays are a pain in the neck. It gives me a stomach ache. And yet we look so forward to seeing our loved ones. Today, Carolyn White will give us insights on how to use our chakras to bring back balance, even about the colors of the holiday. And later, I will share feng shui tips on how to bring harmony to the home during these times. I love feng shui is that there is a place for everyone to be supported. So right now, welcome Carolyn White, PhD, Chakra Coach. Hello, Carolyn. Hey, Dario. I'm here in the stormy northwest here with uh, no power. but. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad to have you anyway. I mean, you have quite a, a, a resume as doctor of clinical hypnotherapy and chakra life coach, author, speaker, teacher and metaphysician and you also have us as a certified audiovisual station consultant and i've had the aura pictures taken so tell us more about you know what are the chakras and how do they function and why are they important in understanding your overall energetic health so can you give us like a a little bit of a foundation for that Sure, I'd, I'd love to. Well, the thing is, is that it's a very ancient system. The Hindu Vedas recognized our body's circuitry of energy mapping approximately 72,000 nadis or meridians. And they knew about the, a system of major energy centers that serve as a template or energy blueprint for our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual being. And these seven major energy centers are called chakras. And what chakra is, it's a Sanskrit word that means a spinning wheel or disc. So these chakras are a series of wheel-like vortices of energy that are part of the human energy field. And think of the chakras as serving as a structural blueprint, a conduit for universal life force energies. And also colors associated with the chakras, they are a range of light frequencies that hold infinite information 
qualities and energetic expressions. And like our very wise Nikola Tesla said, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. So really your body is a step-down energy of light via the system of um, the chakras. So the chakras tap the um, active transformers, and they tap the sea of energy around us and condition it for our use. So really the chakras are virtual and interdimensional in nature. Um, this light information is available in a nonlinear and nonlocal uh, fashion. I'm gonna. I want to ask a question right here because you're mm-hmm. you're giving us a lot of information, um, and so I would like to know is that is that how do the colors work? You especially around the holidays, and that um, how do these colors? How can we enhance them or take away? Or what colors would you use to know if we have some uh, need some help in our chakras? Well, that's interesting that you ask that because, um, in essence, uh, each chakra is tuned to a certain resonant frequency. So each of the seven major chakras sort of vibrate or resonate with a certain frequency range of colors. So the thing is, is that the colors um, and the chakras carry um, an associated archetypal energy. And so these energies are human experiences, qualities, and characteristics. So just like a radio, when you tune into the broadcast and you have a clear channel, you may tune into, say, a jazz station, a rock station, um, a country and western station. And so each color, if you think about that, is associated with, with the chakras. And around this time of year, like Thanksgiving, we think in terms of fall colors like orange and uh, browns. And in Christmas, it's red and green. Well, interestingly enough, the sacral chakra, which is the, uh, the, the second chakra, uh, corresponds to the color orange. And so it carries <laughs> these um, uh, attributes, these energies, uh, associated with, um, in some respects, this time of year, because um, the sacral chakra has to deal with emotions. It has to deal with relationships with other people. And it also is um, kind of one of the, uh, it deals with our digestion is, as well. Because remember, <laughs> oh, yeah. the chakra is like a, you know, it, it's a, a each chakra in each uh, corresponding color. It's like uh, the layers of an onion. You have physical, mental, emotional, and and spiritual. And if the sacral chakra is not functioning up to its it, its its par, then what will happen is some of the what I call lower octave energies. What will manifest is that uh, overindulgence, resentfulness loneliness, uh, jealousy, substance abuse, uh, you know, very dogmatic and and structured and difficulty in maintaining relationships. So guess what? This time of year where you're dealing with relationships, you're dealing with family meals, 
that if that uh, you're expressing the sacral chakra's energy in its lower vibration or out of balance frequencies, guess what? You're going to be experiencing um, <laughs> these different attributes. Right. So, is there colors that we can that we can use to bring back in balance, or do we can we use colors and affirmations? Because they sound like very powerful centers, and like you said, they're overworked. Where we have lots of energy going on, and and you know relatives we like, or gatherings with coworkers, some we get along with better than others. Some you know don't have any impact. So how can we come back to like a state of balance and just kind of maintain that um, in our interactions with these different functions? I think that uh, I like to look at the chakras as as a team that they where one is not functioning up to um, its potential, uh, all the others kind of have to chip in and cover for it. So I recommend doing uh, just a, a a daily chakra balancing, and that was one of the things on the Sedona web uh, Sedona Spotlight website. Now we have a resource section, and I have a very easy to learn uh, chakra clearing and balancing and, and ener um, energizing uh, video as part of the resource. But specifically for the sacral chakra, uh, there's uh, in using color therapy, I like to look at the complementary color of that, that chakra. And the complementary color of orange is blue. So if you're feeling this kind of uh, uh, the overindulgent or the shyness or jealousy, I like to do things like, uh, you know, breathe in blue, uh, bring in the color blue into uh, in my life. Sometimes when, de when dealing with... Uh, uh, especially relatives who seem to be uh, maybe argumentative. Uh, I just like to breathe, you know, imagine I'm breathing blue on them and that helps calm the situation down. So. And, and I, I would imagine it, it calms it for the other person because they can feel that that shift of energy um, taking place in you and then it would feed back to them, I would imagine. Oh, ex exactly. And another resource uh, that uh, we have on the Sedona Spotlight is a, uh, there's a video I have, I call it Affirmations in Motion, and it's based on traditional Chinese medicine where um, you hold your hand over your navel and then start doing concentric circles clockwise up to your chest and then counterclockwise. And while you're doing that, you are um, affirming something as um, you know, I uh, I am I'm enjoying my meal. Uh, I I enjoy being with my coworkers. So putting out these affirmations, and it's also in traditional Chinese medicine. Um, it helps the digestion and integrates the energy uh, between the uh, the root chakra, the solar plexus, and the um, the sacral chakra. So. Those are a couple of really good things that that you can do to to help balance that energy out and and be be more centered and of course with the root chakra is be more grounded and with the solar plexus is to be more in your discerning self. Okay. Um, 
with all that you've given us a great deal of information and, and I agree our, our resources, I, I will have a, an energy vampire protection in a short video on energy burlesque, which will work well with what you're talking about. So if you were to give somebody a, a takeaway today, what do you want them to take away? I think the best thing is to pay attention to your energy and to do uh, a work with work with the chakras. It's very easy. You watch the video I have on the uh, you know chakra balancing because it's as you become more in tune with yourself and your energy, then when something uh, comes up, when you're, you're encountering those surprise things that occur to us every day, um, you can be more centered and grounded. And instead of react, you can be proactive. And I think that's, uh, that's one of the things that uh, I counsel people to just really pay attention and to uh, honor their their energy and to pay attention to it. Is this um, video, is it like a five minute or a 10 minute or a three minute? What, you know, what kind of length is, is your video that um, can help people help? Everybody's always the, worried about time. Well, the, um, the one for the chakra balancing, I go into a bit of uh, background. It's about 20 minutes and the actual uh, uh, integration, balancing, and clearing uh, takes about five minutes. Okay, so okay. it's basically learning learning the background. The one that I have for the affirmations in motion with the traditional Chinese medicine, uh, that's about two minutes, two and a half minutes long. So that's a, it's a fairly short dosage. But I feel it's important with the chakra balancing is to get get a background of what. Uh, why you're doing this, what you need to be doing. And once you learn it, it's something that you can go through standing, you know, even uh, standing in line at, at a bank or uh, during your lunch break. Very, It's a very easy uh, way to uh, release what's go, what don't, no longer serves your chakras and balancing and integrating that, that particular energy. So, uh, okay. and it's sort of like, it, it's sort of like exploring feng shui with your own body. <laughs> right. Um, now, can you give us where people can get a hold of you? I know you're a chakra coach and you do many other things. So where can people get a hold of you to learn more about this? Well, you can always go like to say this is donaspotlight.com or uh, uh, www.carolynwhitephd.com. And that's okay. C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-W-H-I-T-E-P-H-D.com. Okay, perfect. All righty. Well, thank you, Carolyn. This has been wonderful. And, and uh, I look forward. I'm going to go on the back of the resources and look it up myself. Yeah, you know, it's it's something that I have been teaching this. Uh, we do aura and uh, uh, chakra photography, Jerry, my husband, and I. And as as, as you well know, we've been doing this since two thousand five. Right. And uh, at at various uh, uh, venues. So, Daryl, you know, we're talking about um, energy feng shui for a body. Uh, how did you get involved with uh, your feng shui journey? Where did where did it begin? My feng shui journey began um, actually doing Tai Chi in Hyde Park in, in London. And these uh, 
group of ladies were talking about, oh, the feng shui master came and he talked to me about this. And, and, you know, I, I'm feeling better. My husband's feeling better. And, and my daughter told me her son is improving after the feng shui master worked on the children's room by, you know, moving something. And so, you know, I was listening in and they invited me to tea and start talking about feng shui about, you know, it's really like an art and a science. And the more I listened, I thought, oh, if I can move a few things, things are going to improve my life. It's like, okay, man, I went to that, to my B&B and I, you know, I moved things around and it's, you know, in the next couple of days we came back and it's like, no, no, there's like really an art and there's a process to it. So that was, that was mm-hmm. my introduction to it, but it was fascinating to hear um, just, you know, their encounters with it, um, and how it works is, you know, is, is the chakras are an energy system. Feng shui is, is like, I, I call it acupuncture for the home. It has, you know, the nine areas, um, life areas that it encompasses, you know, whether it's career and life journey, knowledge, right. your family area, wealth, fame, relationship creativity and children well yeah benefactor travel and then and then center so i mean each one of those areas like you're saying is like the chakras like a wheel the same way as almost can be said like in feng shui is that when er one area isn't working properly it takes down the energy of the others so when you were saying Mm -hmm. that i thought oh that was really interesting so you know is feng shui uh i know you've mentioned before that it's like a visual physics it is they you know in in feng shui it's it's you know it, it's using the chi or the dao which is you know the way of the universe and that's really how feng shui is is that it was really studied you know over 5000 years ago about how does the universe work why do some people you know their their life seems to work they have you know long lives happy children great crops everything seems to work for them and others it's just the opposite so they really observe the interplay of what they call the three lucks heaven luck man luck earth lock and Mm -hmm. it really is as you're you know placing things with intention and affirmation it really is like seeing the visual play of of moving the energy of that place and watching the physics when it's you know activated and and when it's done correctly you will feel a warm current uh, move around Mm. your legs you will feel a very visceral response you'll feel relaxed you'll feel comfortable and like um when uh Professor Lin uh, did his show on PBS. You could see in that thermal imaging, you know, the the blue spots of being cold. And then after he feng shui the place, it was red currents moving all around. It was very fascinating. And I felt it in my own house when my temperature in Seattle, the house was always like 55 and freezing. And then after I feng shui it a couple of times, it's now always at about 60 degrees. It doesn't matter if it's snowing or raining. It's just the the flow and and whatever that energy is it comes through that front door that that mm-hmm. gate of life is, so the front is what, is, what is the significance of the front door well it, it really is it's, it's like we, when you breathe in deeply you're really energizing the home that is, I, I call it the gate of life, the, the doors to abundance and health and, and that. And most people, Western homes especially, they go in through the garage, so they never really get the full benefit of their home, which is kind of sad. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so. I was told one time that to put a fountain by the front door, it would bring in prosperity. <laughs> well, it depends upon what area. If it's located in fame, no, you do not want water in fame of one of the five elements. But it's um, the feng shui supports every person, even our furry animals. And there are places to activate, you know, wealth, which basically comes from career and how we want to use it. And I use what I call in my feng shui practice, the power of three, which is I use the, you know, the, like the mindset, you get yourself into that mindset and you use the rules of feng shui. And when you use the rules, things work. And when you don't, mm -hmm. they don't. And then, you know, intention that, that power and feng shui, we always say you can move 750 pounds with four ounces of, of, energy and I'm going oh sign me up if I can move that it sounds very fun it's it's something that you know everyone can learn and use and it's not just for the home but your office that you can bring in that that activation well as Tesla said everything is uh, you know energy frequency and vibration Absolutely. And, and, and that intention is just that intention really activates all of that. And it's a way for people to get in touch of, you can see in your home, the areas that you don't work on are feng shui perfect. The areas that need work, it's like you've gone down a checklist of everything that you could do wrong. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, or have it, you know, having a wrong place. Strong is not really the right word, but that it's not being used best. And, you know, again, we're running out of time. All these, you know, these things, when you really talk about stuff, you know, like yours is so interesting and, and our passions of like, you know, energy and frequency, we've used up the whole time. So we have to move on to the closing here. It's, and, you know, okay. people can reach me. <laughs> like it, it just blew by so fast they can reach us at sedonaspotlight.com or you can reach me at um, energyfirstaid.com and you can find me here every you know couple times a month here on Sedona Spotlight and Carolyn thank you again for being a guest on here and your information and please check out the resources and oh, yes go ahead and thank you for having me today. And like you said, you just, the resources are, are, are growing and they're there because we want to be of service to our community. Absolutely. And, you know, you can find um, uh, all of your guest conf or, or information and archives at SedonaSpotlight.com. And a thanks to all of our listening listeners for tuning in and turning up Sedona's spotlight. And collectively, we can all be spotlight, helping to create a brighter world, a better future for everyone, everywhere, and anytime. Have a great day. Hello, my name is Sering Lodu, and as a part of the Tibetan heritage, I'm discovering many sacred connections with my indigenous brothers and sisters around the world. I'm also learning how many of them are suffering 
because of the dirty water and now it's time for us to help them so as we say if everything is dirty polluted or gone that means we are also gone as life is a water so when we take action to help purify our waters we are also purifying ourselves when water is polluted so are we when water is gone so are we so therefore it is important for me to connect with my indigenous brothers and sisters so we can share our connected and collective wisdoms with the rest of the world which is how to live in harmony with the earth the time is now and right now we are starting with the hopi and the navajo brothers and sisters so please i request all of you to help this project and i pray for you all love you and thank you very much